Lymphoma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the Lymphoma Hub Podcast. Today we'll be hearing from Astrid Pavlovsky from Fondaleo in Buenos Aires, Argentina. So hello everybody and thank you for the invitation. I will discuss today, my name is Astrid Pavlovsky, I'm from Buenos Aires, Argentina. I work in Fondaleo and I have a special interest in lymphoma. And I will discuss to you, with you today what are the latest advances in basal PET CT both for Hodgkin and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. We know that in the last uh, decade or so, we had a lot of improvement in Hodgkin lymphoma based on interim PET. We have progressed in detecting chemosensitive patients with an early complete remission on interim negative PET after a few cycles of chemo. And now we're able to treat these patients with less intensity therapy, maintaining efficacy. We are also able to detect in early in the course of therapy which patients are not achieving a CR, intensifying therapy, and we are able to achieve a slightly better progression-free survival after intensifying therapy. But uh, we are not being able to overcome the bad prognosis of entering effects. We are also not detecting which patients will be fed positive, and we are not detecting at the time, which patient with a negative PET-CT will eventually be that. So in the last years, we had the incorporation of radion. These are basal uh, uh, features in basal PET-CT, which are giving us a lot of information. We are seeing that imaging are much more than pictures, and radiomics offer us the possibility of extracting quantitative image features from radiological image depicting characteristics that we are not able to analyze in a visual analysis. And in the past year, we have seen that basal parameters about which there's a lot of information trying to measure in a more sophisticated way disease burden. The most important parameter we have learned about is metabolic tumor volume. Metabolic tumor volume refers to the volume of the tumor with FDG uptake that is hotter than a pre-specified threshold. And it measures how much tumor is present. Uh, we have a lot of information about the prognostic uh, factor of metabolic tumor volume. Many, many different publications have been shown us that high MTB, both for Hodgkin and non-Hodgkin lymphoma, can predict progression-free survival with a very uh, uh, statistical important way. The problem is that we still don't know the cutoff. We don't know which, we know that high metabolic tumor volume is bad and low is good, but we are still, different publications have shown different threshold to define which is low and which is high. We also have some technical limitations to harmonize all around the world, which how to measure metabolic tumor volume. The importance is that uh, having this basal uh, prognostic information, we can now uh, define different prognostics for both interim pet negative and interim pet positive, especially in Hodgkin lymphoma. So we can combine metabolic tumor volume and the result of interim pet. And like this, Galamini has shown us in, in the last ICML how a group of patients with advanced stage disease can have uh, four different prognostic curves. Those patients with interim negative and low metabolic tumor volume 
those patients with injury fat negative and high metabolic tumor volume, which we can call these patients high risk fat negative patients. And then the two other prognostic curves with high metabolic tumor volume and interim fat positive or low metabolic interim low metabolic tumor volume and interim fat positive. So we now have a way of discriminating prognosis, especially relevant for patients with fat negative. This could also be seen if we use IPS. We know that IPS is a prognostic factor for uh, advanced stage uh, Hodgkin lymphoma. But if we incorporate metabolic tumor volume, and Galamini showed us their experience in deciding a cutoff of 471 milliliters, we can know that the three years progression free survival is also. Um, affected by metabolic tumor volume. And we can combine both IPS and metabolic tumor volume and still have four different prognostic curves. So metabolic tumor volume is a very important in the baseline, independent baseline factor associated both with PFS and overall survival, especially overall survival in early stage Hodgkin lymphoma. Dr. Barrington also showed the results of the Rattle score which is also incorporating metabolic tumor volume for patients with Hodgkin lymphoma and other clinical factors like lymphocytes as a percentage of total white cell count and stage four disease. And we can see that incorporating clinical uh, prognostic factors and metabolic tumor volume, we can divide our patients into high risk or standard risk. And always in the high risk in a group, we have about 30% of patients. But uh, with this, we can see how we can um, divide the prognostic of our patients having basal parameters. So we can see that in Hodgkin lymphoma, a new prognostic score incorporating metabolic tumor volume can identify patients in a more intensive therapy other than ADVD may be useful and avoiding escalation for patients with a high chances of curing with ADVD alone. This uh, MTB has also been used to detect prognosis in patients with relapsed refractory Hodgkin disease. And we have other very important publications by Julia Britson and, and, uh, and her team showing the importance also in relapsed Hodgkin lymphoma. What is the future? Well, maybe in the future, as we can see in the rafting trial, we can use metabolic tumor volume to define intensity of therapy after achieving the result of, uh, of interim PET. For example, patients with interim PET negative but high metabolic tumor volume might need more therapy than those with interim PET negative and low metabolic tumor volume. We also have another factor, which is a Dmax, which is the largest distance, the, the distance or the largest distance between two uh, existing lesions. This is an, an easier, um, an easier parameter since it's one single measurement done with a rule. And Dmax has also shown to be relevant for prognosis for PFS, both in diffuse large vessel lymphoma and Hodgkin lymphoma. And also we can incorporate DMAX uh, with the result of interim PET-CT to define prognosis. 
So this is becoming more and more relevant and hopefully we will be able to incorporate Dmax and metabolic tumor volume as basal parameters to define the intensity of our patients. There's no doubt that metabolic tumor volume is a prognostic biomarker in aggressive lymphomas, including Hodgkin lymphoma, can be incorporated with clinical factors to define prognosis at diagnosis. Metabolic tumor volume and interim PET can be explored in clinical trials, and other radiomics parameters such as Pmax are emerging. emerging. Hopefully in the future, we, are, we will be able to standardize these methods and we can incorporate this in clinical practice to further define intensity for the treatment both of patients with Hodgkin lymphoma and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Thank you for listening to the Lymphoma Hub podcast. We would also like to thank our supporters, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Genentech, Insight, Pharmacyclics, Roche, Novartis, AstraZeneca, and Beijing. Lymphoma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.